I am the Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW's DC Superhero Shows. This is for Batwoman on the CW. Uh, I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? Not too bad, yep, doing pretty good. Uh, cool, so we're back. Uh, Batwoman is back for obviously its mid-season premiere, season 1 episode 10, after the crisis events and everything like that, uh, which we've got some effects to talk about, but what did you think of the mid-season premiere? It was okay. Uh, we didn't really get a whole lot in terms of the post-crisis effect. Uh, so I'm assuming that uh, uh, Kit Kane remembers everything after the reboot, but Seems like she we does. don't know that for sure. Mm. Um, obviously, nobody else knows about it. I think uh, Luke Fox's son, I can't remember his name. Is it Luke? Yeah, Luke Fox. Yeah, Lucius. Yeah, Luke Fox Lu- Lucius Fox's son, Luke Fox. Yeah. Yeah, but he was kind of told about it. He made like an offhand reference to it, but I don't know that he actually know knows about mm. everything. And then past that, I mean, it was it was an okay episode. It was kind of a throwaway, but other than that, it was fine. Yeah, it it did a decent job of uh, obviously with the cliffhanger with the other Alice being there. That's going to be a huge thing. We have two Alices. Uh, I've got written down two Alices post crisis effect. Which I'm going to assume that's what it is, because, um, yeah, that that sort of seems like that's what they're doing. Um, I th- yeah, I I'd agree. I thought it was a okay to good episode. Um, they could have done slightly more with certain things. Um, I am glad that they've cut down at least in this episode. Obviously, we still have a bunch of episodes left. Um, there wasn't as much like, uh, not rom com, but like romantic kind of drama stuff happening, which I I'd given some criticism to in the in the previous half of the season. And everything. Um, I, I just kind of want them to, to try and use this character in a bit more of an action sense. And they've kind of did that a bit in this episode. So in, ter- in terms of the balance of that. Which was again something I had I'd complained about a bit. I think they sorted it out a bit. Of course we still got a bunch of episodes left. So it could still tip back in the other direction. Um, but it's kind of like what you said in um, the first half of the season. That uh, you know they have to set up the characters and everything. They have to develop them. Which again I understand we're in the first season. You have to kind of do that. But uh, yeah find, finding some sort of better balance with that. I think would uh, would quite help the show. So um, yeah what do you think of the, the two Alice's thing. Or this Alice from presumably another Earth. Uh, coming into the show. Oh well we don't actually know that it's another Alice from another Earth. It could just be either you know some sort of mind control thing. It could be some weird doppelganger game that uh, Alice is playing have okay. Sarah back as character I am interested to see where they go with that I do agree with you that the whole romance thing I mean, this is a perfect example of what I talked about on other podcasts of shoehorning in a, a romantic angle regardless of who where and why um, mm. if you remember a while back when we did that review of the movie Tad uh, Rashida Jones had a shoehorned in character for a needless romance triangle between a couple of characters mm-hmm. and the movie could have easily not had that character's romance in it or that character at all. And I'm a huge fan of Rashida Jones. Um, I'm a big fan of the show parts and recreation and she was a central character on that for the first four seasons. Uh, but yeah, the whole romance thing of 
uh, that, you know, having the officer, you rescue her, and then she rescues the officer, and then the whole crowd wanting them to, you know, be a, a couple. That's, you know, I'm okay with that in the sense that, you know, that's that's what people do with all their favorite characters. Right, shipping, yeah. Yeah, shipping it. doesn't matter what character, what uh, season, what orientation. Uh, you take any show, you take anything, and there's some fan fiction of them, of a character shipping with another character. Um, they did kind of a little bit tied in as the Earth Prime because all the kids at the end had that interview with uh, Supergirl and, of her coming out as gay. And that makes that made sense in the sequence of events because we had the whole hacker character, you know, trying to get away from her parents, uh, you know, holding the city hostage for money so that she can move. Which that whole part doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because, you know, you can literally just pick up and move at any point in any time. You don't really need money. I mean, you, you need a little bit of money, you know, to, to establish yourself. But it's not like, you know, you're moving from the UK to Australia or from America to Iceland or something like that. You know, the whole $5 million thing was just her being greedy. Mm. Uh, you know, you're at university, you can literally move your entire existence for like 500 bucks. And she could have easily gotten, you know, a coding job or something to get that money. But, so that whole plot line of, you know, you know, hacking the train. I mean, we, we had that, ex- you know, explained to her, you know, trying to get attention. But the past that, you know, I hacked everything, give me $5 million and I won't hack anything again. That's just, that was just stupid. Mm-hmm. This was a bit of, I think there's a reference to it in this episode, a very kind of uh, Mr. Robot-esque type of uh, episode. And uh, I just recently finished, um, you know, last year. Or at the end yeah. of last year, finished uh, Mr. Robot's final season, and uh, I, I could, I could, I could already kind of see that before. I think it was either Alice uh, or um, or Kate that mentioned it, but uh, how it was kind of, kind of Mr. Robot esque, and I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. So, because uh, it can, kind, it can be kind of fun that kind of like hacking stuff in a in a TV show sort of thing. Uh, so I, I enjoyed that angle, but I, I get what you mean. It wasn't. Um, as good as it could have been, but uh, you know, it was kind of a just a little thing. Um, today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes, and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. 
Yeah, I thought the the action with the the whole train and like the uh, all the Batman type equipment or the Batwoman rather type equipment, I thought was pretty good. I'm saying Batman equipment because hasn't she? She's still got Batman's equipment, hasn't she? So because it's literally everything from the uh, the Batcave. Yeah, so. she's just taking over that equipment. So right, technically, right. it is all Batman equipment. Right, because he walked away. Um, yeah, thought that was all pretty good. And, and as I've said from day one, with the idea of this show, just the idea of having another Bat family member or one Bat family member in the entire Arrowverse because they can't use Batman uh, is something I was I was looking forward to. So I'm kind of really searching for those little elements in the show. Uh, and, you know, just the, the, the Bat family equipment, let's call it that, um, is uh, something that interests me. Because so, I, I don't expect to see her, like, in the Batmobile or in the Batwing or anything crazy like that. But, you know, the bike's fun, the, the uh, Batclaw is fun, or the, the whatever whatever she's using, you know, Batarangs and all that. It's, it's pretty fun. So... You've got that going as well. Um, yeah, I've written down Alice will probably last the season, which I'm completely fine with. I think she's I think she's already one of the best villains in the Arrowverse uh, so far. And we've had, obviously, a lot of different seasons and villains and whatnot from different shows. Um, how do you feel about Alice so far? At least our, our main Alice. That we've uh, she's definitely the most involved villain. And yeah. going through Flash and Legends and Arrow and all the other shows, she's the villain that, A, has the most connection to any yeah. superhero and she's the most unapologetically evil which as a villain character art i enjoy yeah it's great. that's the one thing i've always really not hated but just been frustrated with is that every villain has to be redeemed every villain has a tragic backstory of why they're a villain i mean yeah they have a tragic backstory but you know there are people that just enjoy being evil yeah and as unfortunate as it is to think about that you know in real life that is the case. Mm. Some people are just horrible human beings, and they enjoy being horrible human beings. And she's just rolling with it. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, one thing I was going to mention with Alice as well. Obviously, you got the whole remix on the um, Mad Hatter type character, right? With the whole bunnies and um, and whatever. That that's not okay. You even in in any of the Batman films that that character's been in, even in Gotham, even in the Arkham games, I've never liked that character i really do like this version of that kind of mad hatter uh female edition i think it's really really good it's probably at least in my eyes it's the best version that we've had of that sort of character i'm not including comic books because i haven't read all the different like you know mad hatter batman comic books and stuff i'm just talking about like you know some of the games some of the tv stuff like with gotham and all that i think this is the best version we've had of that character um because every every time that character kind of comes up in like the batman games i'm like oh great i'll have to hit i'll have to put up with like this hypnotization type level and all all this sort of stuff and I, i never really enjoy that uh, same with like Gotham. Didn't enjoy that character in Gotham. Didn't think he was uh, the, the actor did all right, but like again, I've just never been a fan of that whole hip, hypnotization type of thing. Um, but uh, some, 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 I guess it's maybe the actress's performance here. She's just doing a really, really great job, and I like that a lot. So, how do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. The actress is doing an amazing job with it. Uh, there were a couple episodes of the old Batman animated series that had uh, Mad Hatter and okay. Alice with it. Um, but that wasn't really relevant because that was more of him and Alice was kind of the target of his obsession. Mm. Um, in that series, Matt Hatter wasn't really a villain villain per se. He was just a guy that couldn't woo the girl. And so he turned to that whole thing to woo her. Um, and so it was more of a creep thing than anything else. Um, but yeah, her being Alice and her kind of being self-possessed of, you know, I'm me and independent of the whole Mad Hatter thing, which 
I don't know if they're going to have Mouse be the Mad Hatter or not. I'm not quite sure if that's where they're going with this or not, but she's doing a really good job of just rolling with that whole insanity thing. So Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, cool, that's all the notes I've got written down. That's everything I pretty much wanted to say. Uh, anything else that you got? No, that pretty much sums it up. So Cool, yeah, be interesting to see what they do with this other Alice or whatever's going on there, um, and obviously what she says to Kate next. And that sort of thing, so we'll see what happens. We'll be, we will be back for episode 15, because uh, of course we like to split these shows up and that sort of thing, and we'll come back and we'll talk about some stuff that's happened, and obviously that most recent episode when we get to episode 15, because I believe we have a full 22 for this now. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, probably 15, 10, 20, and then 22. I think that's uh, how we'll do it. And that's that's how we've been doing this for, what, two years now, roughly? Cause About. I, I still, to this day, don't know how we managed to do all the episodes for all the shows. There wasn't as many. That was like that, that was as Black Lightning was coming in, and I was like, okay, this is just like... we don't. We, I didn't feel like we needed to cover every, every episode of every show. Uh, I still don't know how we managed to do that, but... Uh, yeah. And plus, I, over here in the States, I was like three or four episodes ahead of you at any given point in time, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we shall see what happens with that one, man. Uh, what are your thoughts, feelings, you listener, listen to this pod- listening to this podcast? Um, what do you think of Batwoman so far? Are you impressed? Not impressed? Etc. Let me know your thoughts. Um, and if you want to just get in contact with Entertainment Talk, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter E Talk UK. There's the contact page and information in your show notes. So get the feedback in. Uh, you've got a good few weeks to do it, so uh, try and do that as well. Uh, if you want to check out all the rest of the content that we've got, it's on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, that would be very, very good, and I'd be very appreciative of that. Um, you can, of course, uh, check us out on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Amazon affiliate link, you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut, and it won't cost you extra iTunes feeds, of course we've got different iTunes feeds for all the different uh, Arrowverse shows, so either subscribe to them individually or subscribe to the main one, that's entirely up to you, but please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe as well, that will help us out and uh, that will be very good uh, Word of mouth of course, please tell your friends, family people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds share them on Facebook and Twitter, that really helps as well and uh, of course, you know, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, all that sort of stuff. That really helps us out. And uh, of course, you can put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. You can do that as well. And last thing, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.